what do you want to learn, right? Uh, I want to get I want to get faster out of the holster. What does that mean? Are you a three second right now and I get you two nine nine? Would that be satisfactory? Well, no. Then what what do you want to learn? What box do I need to check to make it worth it? Right? You tell me that I will concentrate on that with you, and you'll get a whole bunch of other stuff. You know, uh, I think a lot of people come to class and they always go like, "Oh my god, it was amazing! It was like drinking from a fire hose, man!" And, and I got all these notes and yada yada, right? But what did you come away with in the class? Well, this, 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 and this. What did you get better in the class? In I don't know because you didn't have the idea of what you wanted to get better in. When I go to a class, I want a specific thing from you. Everything else is gravy. You know what I mean? Uh, so that's why. Put, put the put the headset on so I can get this. Even though I'm in. this might be a, this might be so, a funny story. Yeah. So. <laughs> Right. I'm packing up to leave the airport. Right. And, you know, he's on a ranch and stuff and uh, get out the you know front porch there, put my bag in it. And also I feel something like big thing slap me on the back. Of the neck. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? And I throw it down and it's some kind of like brown crow praying mantis scorpion flying thing. <laughs> just looking at me like, what's up, Vato? And I'm like, what the hell? So my natural reaction was just fighting. Just, I flip it off, right? And I hit it, and it rides my hand. And it starts flying up and looks at me. It goes, you're a punk. And flies off. And ever <laughs> since then, I'm like, there's no way I'm moving to San Antonio. <laughs> no way. Plus, San Antonio Airport is the swap meet of all international airports. Oh, bro. San Antonio is, it is horrible. the worst, bro. Yeah. It's like Almost 19, on par with yeah. El Paso. <laughs> El Paso Airport is pretty bad. Too. I've never been to El Paso. And surprisingly, Lubbock's pretty nice. Really? Lubbock? Lubbock is pretty nice, man. Hmm. Yeah, I had a great time when I was in Lubbock. Great time. Yeah. Uh, what else had a good time? Oh, El Paso is right on the other side of Juarez, right? Yeah. And they got the Army one out there that they opened up to civilian. The Army range is like, I believe fort so. something out yeah, there. Yeah, I believe so. Dude, that was weird. Was it? Yeah, because I'm, I'm a michelada aficionado. <laughs> <laughs> I love my, you know, beer, Bloody Mary from my Mexican brothers. You know what I mean? Down there, a michelada is like, it's a different color. It's like white and everything like that, right? And I'm talking to the guy, and I'm like, that's not a michelada. It's like, it is here. Like, what you're talking about is a red beer. I go, no, a red beer is just tomato juice and beer. I'm talking about, you know, the Mexican, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, nah, man, that's what we do here. It's so weird, man, because you'll go to different parts of, like, Texas or the border and, like, um, I don't know. Like, yeah, Michaladas are different somewhere, right? If you look at, like, Tapatillos, I mean, completely a different thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nobody <laughs> can agree on carne asada. Yeah, 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 yeah no, right? So I'm like, that. I don't know. Nobody no. can agree on carne asada. Whatever is y'all's version of Michelada. I literally... When I go to a restaurant and order carne asada, I literally have a picture of it. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is what I want. <laughs> Check this out. Hold on. I got it. It's in my, it's in my like, face. Look out. I go, Does your carne asada <laughs> look like this? Right? And if there's any hesitation, like, well, I go, no. Okay. Bring me the seafood enchiladas. <laughs> That's funny. That's great. That's funny. Did you, did you teach on Bliss? Did you do a, do a class out on Yeah, on yeah, yeah. Bliss? That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Who, who had you out there? We told you he, he was an army him. guy. Oh. He was okay. an army guy. Good he was deal. like an army. Yeah, he was a small arms instructor out there at Fort Bliss. I can't oh, remember fantastic. his name. Yeah, yeah. It was a good time. I had all the weather, right? It snowed in the morning. Okay. Right? And then it got to like 89 in humidity <laughs> by the afternoon. We had winds. We had locusts. <laughs> Right, I was like, I was like, because AJ was myth, and I was like, bro, based on this, man, we're gonna be fighting the cartels by the end of the day. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and then my buddy Brandon Hernandez, oh, you going down there, bro? You got to go to that. What's that? Uh, the Mexican, uh, like you know, we have uh, uh, what do we? We have Hooters and we have tilted kilts uh, and all that stuff. Oh, uh, locos. Oh, locos. Yeah, yeah. He goes, you got to go to Ojos locos. Don't start no trouble though. <laughs> you're bound to get in something. You're, you're bound to get in something. Bro. Uh, uh, they have one in Houston. You know, I've seen I'm that. Pretty sign. sure. I I've wouldn't s- doubt it. I've seen that sign before. I didn't know. I didn't know what it was. Yeah, it's like uh yeah, your Mexican Hooters. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I had With no a lot idea. of Latina sass. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I haven't been there. <laughs> haven't been oh, there. Oh, the Chino locos. <laughs> <laughs> Good times. So good good times. I, think, I, think, I think this episode's got the easiest introduction for you of yeah. all episodes. You know, like Brian might be like, 
We might just call him a host at this point. Yeah, I'm like a <laughs> yeah, this repeat what offender. Third this is like or my fourth? Fourth, bro. Third fourth, or fourth? Damn. I think so. <laughs> yeah. And Scott's like number three? Second. Three, two, three? Second. Yeah, three. I think so. Second one. I'm glad I, I got yeah. you beat. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I'm like, you know. But it's probably a year to the day. I mean, it's probably yeah. a year to yeah, the day. Yeah, we always do it right around now. Right I think now. last time we did it. Oh, no. December, December. Yeah. Yeah. Right yeah, before your class. class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does. What a year. So, I guess that was the intro. I'm Ike, Chris, Brian, our host again. <laughs> yeah, he's like that, Scott. like that little, like, handicapped black dude that's always on Howard Stern, you know? <laughs> they always bring him on, and he just wanted to be, like, a co-host and stuff like that, right? You know? He's here for the good times. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. he, he about got handicapped at the, the oh gas gosh, station. bro. He fell into my truck. <laughs> he, like, missed, missed the running board. As he was getting in. See, I told you I wouldn't tell anybody. I'm telling everybody. I had my everybody. foot on there, and then I just slipped. It just slipped And then I was, like, decapitating myself. I was, yeah. I was like, I thought you were supposed to be, like, good around vehicles, Well, it's going to be Andrew Tudor. He's I was like, the problem. He didn't load the quad while getting yeah, in. What, what about the PC? He's <laughs> 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 like, I'm not going to tell anybody except for the internet. You've got to be able to make fun of yourself. You're not yeah, right? 100%. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, we appreciate y'all coming in, dude. I know. you got a class tomorrow. You're in between classes. yep. There's there's no ranges free at Big Tech's range. Yeah, it's all it's, unless you're in a class. <laughs> unless you're in a class, you ain't getting on a range, which is fantastic. And so you got injured tutor. What are you teaching tomorrow? Uh, red dot end user. Just got done with red dot instructor uh, previous two days, and then last two are red dot end user. Awesome. So, yeah, yeah. Good times, man. We teach at the same time, correct? Yeah. 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 Ooh, nice. Yeah. But, same yeah. same range, so we'll same just range. figure it out. Same range. Yeah. <laughs> same range. I'll take shooter, half of these red targets. Dot. You take I mean, half of those targets. Right. That's right. That's <laughs> it's right. going to work out. How many <laughs> students do you get this year? Do you know your stats off, off the top of your head? Uh, yeah. So I always average because of easy math, 20 people a class. But this year it's been more like 26 a class. But I'm not a math Asian, so I'm not going to do that. Right. <laughs> so for easy math, we'll just say 20. I ran – I think I'm finishing up with 103 classes oh, this year. God. And then, so I have seven staff guys, and those guys ran another 40 this year. And uh, we're going to match that, if not slightly exceed it, next year. Nice. Yeah, because it's actually, it's early, and the other guys haven't even brought, you know, their opportunities forward outside of uh, the 40 classes that we're already doing. So, yeah. Congratulations, Yeah, dude. It's crazy. It's yeah. crazy. Yep. Well, you know, it's better than working for a living, right? <laughs> you know? So, yeah, it's a good, it's a good time. It's a good time, but trying to do other stuff out there too, man. You know, uh, now that certain life changes have happened, my, I have, uh, I guess I wouldn't say I have more freedom to get out and get in training, you know, cause you're, you, you guys know you work so hard to establish what your baseline is, your curriculum, your POI, and then get everything that's moving smoothly and everything. Right. And then right when you figure that out, things get stagnant. You know what I mean? And you start to plateau. Yeah. So you got to shake things up, man. So I'm doing the best I can. I think this year I've trained with four or five different dudes, nice. right? Just going, taking private lessons. Billy Barton, uh, Sean Griffith, Mike Seaclander, Donovan Moore, uh, and then just getting after it during lunch. You know, people, I used to lose so much weight, man. I just stayed at the range and shot during lunch. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, so it's been good. It's been eye-opening. It's been eye-opening. Life is good. Life awesome. is good. Yep. That's fantastic. Yep. That's fantastic. Are you following now as a work through lunch? Are yes. You just, yeah. No, not for them. Oh, okay. Not for them. No. So okay. here's the thing, man. I can't, I don't understand how dudes do work through lunches, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know we got a lot of stuff and everything like that, but me, I need a break, you know, from just the, like, I, you know, I love what I do. You know, but sometimes you just need that hour for people not to ask you questions, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, before it would be like, Hey dude, I'm eating a sandwich. Can you leave me alone? Now I'm just like, bro, I got to do my own practice. You'll have me in about, you know, 59 minutes. So you got to right? break up that mental stimulation, you know, cause you, you do. Got, yeah. You know, 26 different people asking you all these questions and then trying to run a line and make sure everything's safe and yep. make sure you're covering everything you need to care- cover. Yep. Doing that for, I mean, what, twice a week? You're basically, Twi- yeah, four, basically four days twice a week. A week. Yep. Four days yeah. a week. Yep. Yeah, that's, yep. Yep. You got to uh, have a break. Sometime. You got to, yep. you got to. You got to check out. You got to disconnect. I mean, that you've got the. I, I assume that's what you're doing with the books, right? Like that's kind of your checkout. Yeah. Like disconnect from everything that you got going on. It's hard because, like, with the kids, I'll be there. I'll read like you know 
like half a page and then they need something or whatever. So like when they go to bed, like that's like, so it's nice. Like Maddie puts the youngest one to bed and then the other two, we tuck them in and all that. And then she lays with the, with the youngest one to get her settled down and stuff. So like that 30, 45 minutes, I do the dishes, got an audio book or I'll go sit down and read. That's like, that's, that's the me time. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah. yeah. And, nice and, you're, and you're, and you're self improving, right? That's the other thing. When I'm shooting during lunch and stuff, I'm self improving. I go out of train, try and bring these new things, right? Uh, bring new ideas and, uh, or a different way of saying the same thing that I was saying before that may resonate with another people, but mm-hmm. I'm trying it, I'm putting it into practice and stuff. And it just makes it that much more stimulating to me and my growth. And then I can bring back that to my students and enthusiasm is still there. So, yeah, that's definitely why, like, I still continue to take classes just like you do. Like, yeah. maybe two to four a year, right? Uh, and I've taken a class with Tim Heron this year. Um, fuck that fuck guy. Tim Heron. Yeah. yeah. Fuck Tim Heron. <laughs> right? Hashtag fuck Tim Heron. I've taken multiple guys this year, right? So, just continued education, right? So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Tim, I love that guy. <laughs> I love that We guy. need to get him. Yeah. We, we, as, yeah. as much shit as everybody gives him, we need to give Yeah, we, him. we talk shit on him. Quite a bit. Yeah. We need to get him down. Just allocate four hours because my boy can talk. <laughs> like, I can talk. When I say somebody can talk, that boy can Dude. talk now. Yeah. But it's all, it's all wisdom, man. You just, you just get it in a tsunami. <laughs> it's all wisdom, though. Uh, fuck that guy, though. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Tim. My bad. It's my fault. <laughs> yeah, you brought him up, man. You brought him up. Also, uh, and we interrupted you. So, you, Tim Heron. Who else you got? This uh, past man, year who else did I take this year? Um, I'm sorry, I can't remember. Right, it's, it's just everything's Nick flying Young. by. Nick Young yeah, was yeah. this year. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you came up for the class you did here. That's right. And so, that's another podcast yes. appearance. Um, and then something earlier on the year, I, I don't remember. Right, so it's all part of that continued education. The same thing, like like what uh, Scott was saying. Like I don't want my programs to stagnate or my ability to stagnate and kind of the goal also is for next year is to start competing pretty heavily. I'd yeah. like to get the M card, um, for sure. And maybe shoot for GM, but we'll see, right. Definitely the M card. So I'm kind of using these classes as a, as a, uh, off season training, if you will get ready for the next season coming up. Um, that's the goal behind it. Yeah. I feel like you came up for Scott's class and then stayed yeah, yes. and did a podcast. Yeah, so I was I, I was teaching <laughs> a class. He's been on a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was. I, I taught. Yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, yeah. It was, I taught. It was, it was Hunter and Hunter. Yeah. So I taught low light. So we did a podcast, right? And then I was here with these uh, crazy cats. So we did a podcast. Same thing with Nick Young. Took his class. We did a podcast. And yeah. then this one, it would be the fourth, if I'm not mistaken. We, we gotta yeah. get it. We have to have him on to, to have. It's it's a disservice for our audience to have dudes like Scott and you here and not, not get dude. content. Yeah, because they got questions. People got questions for you. Yep. And we've got them pulled up right now. Yeah, yeah. So we've been asking. Oh, I was afraid of some of those that came up on Facebook. <laughs> man, <laughs> is it going? Uh, get you charged you, up. You want to start? Go ahead, go ahead. Start. Here's a here's a good one for both of y'all. Here. All right, uh, Caleb Cossey. Would like to know if you're hydrated. First of all, have you been drinking Always. water? Oh yeah, Always. Okay. So I'm so hydrated. Water. I've been drinking his pee. Oh, <laughs> that's right. Oh, inside joke. Well, inside joke. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> What's the one thing they wish new shooters or even experiences experienced ones understood before coming to class? We'll give you a minute. Whoever comes up with the first. Yeah, I, I, I got mine. You want to go first? I got mine. Yeah, I mean, I'll keep mine simple. It's actually a pretty good question. Um, I would say that one of the biggest things I see a lot, especially with more experienced shooters uh, and certain things that I teach, this is a way, not the way. This is an option for you guys. I'm here to show you multiple options regarding if that's a certain tactic or technique. Uh, I'm not the gospel on low light stuff or injured shooter stuff. These are just options that I've experienced or dealt with in the field and then you know picked up from other other people within the industry and so forth and kind of came together um so it is an option not the way i, yep. would, I would say so yep. kind of what immediately came to my mind sure okay yeah uh what do you want to learn in this class to make this class worth it right that's a good one yeah yeah uh, too many people like you know i asked that at the beginning of my class and you'd be amazed people was like i i just want to i just want to learn from you what is what? What, is, what does that mean, bro? Because you know, I I mean, if you want to just spend 
seven hundred bucks to hang out with me. I mean, we could go have a lunch date or something like that, and it'd be a lot easier and probably a lot less expensive. She need to buy ammo in a hotel room. I maybe do need to buy a hotel room, but anyway, I'm just going <laughs> off the rails today. Right? <laughs> I don't know how lunch goes yeah. Yeah. after the class. Good thing is NSFW. Uh... Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but what what do you want to learn? Right? Uh, I want to get I want to get faster out of the holster. What does that mean? Are you a three second right now, and I get you two nine nine? Would that be satisfactory? Well. No, then what, what do you want to learn? What box do I need to check to make it worth it? Right. You tell me that I will concentrate on that with you and you'll get a whole bunch of other stuff. You know, uh, I think a lot of people come to class and they always go like, Oh my God, it was amazing. It was like drink from a fire hose, man. And, and I got all these notes and yada, yada. Right. But what did you come away with in the class? Well, this, 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 and this, what did you get better in the class in? I don't know because you didn't have the idea of what you wanted to get better in. When I go to a class, I want a specific thing from you. Everything else is gravy. You know what I mean? Uh, so that's what I wish. And that happens with new and surprisingly, it happens even with experienced shooters, you know? So yeah. that's good. I like that coming into, into class with a good, clear picture of what you want out of it. Right. It's kind of like going in training without having clearly defined goals, you know, right. If you're yeah. just going out there to practice, like and just right. shoot with no, with no purpose, right. You're not really doing Right. Or even defining those words on what your goals mean, right? Like, well, I want to be faster. What the hell does that mean? I want to be smoother. Nobody cares about what your does success smooth. look like? Yeah. What does your care about? Who cares about your smooth, right? What are the metrics of speed and accuracy that we need to be talking about? And how are we going to get you there? Right? Because if you don't know what your goals, how do I know that I satisfied them? Yeah. And if you know what your goals are, how do you work on them after class? You know, so let's define some specific goals applied to a practical application. Then they'll stick. Then you'll work harder at it. And then you'll find success a lot easier, I think. And that's the purpose of training. And thank you for listening to the podcast because we just just covered everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, come on. Well, we yeah. will see you all next time. Have a good watching, Like, subscribe, comment, all that good no, stuff. No, I mean, seriously. That, and if you take it, I mean, you can get... You need to go into everything like that. Yes. 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 You, you need to go into everything like that. You do. So just walking out and be like, oh, well, what's going to happen today? Yeah. Or, hey, man, you went to that class. What'd you learn? Ah, it was great. We burned it down, man. Dude's a, you know, dude, special warfare. Man, it was awesome. What'd you learn? I mean, if you applied that to anything in your life, your job, right? Uh, especially your job, right? Where you get most of your training or, or, or hopefully you do, right? Anything. Right. And you sat down to your like one year review and you're expecting to get a raise. And guy was like, yeah, man, you did a good job. And that was it. Right. That was it. Because that's usually the AAR for a lot of people. That oh, was a great time. You did a good job. Had a good time. Uh, okay. Class. What'd you learn? Uh-huh. All right. Am I going to get a raise? Uh-huh. You know, you would never <laughs> approach anything like, anything like that. Right. Like if I asked you, hey, man, you just read that book. Right. What was it about? And you went, uh-huh. uh, a lot of words. great, a lot of words. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay all right and that's not only the fault of the uh, instructor we, we blame the instructors a lot right i mean you, if, if you go to a 16 hours you're gonna learn something even if it's not the way to do something yeah right yeah. right but a lot of the times it's the problem of the student you don't have an agenda of the goal that you want to learn so whether you learned it or not you don't know you don't know approach that into your family life your training life your work life stuff goals write them down figure out a plan how to get there get people who can do it better than you replicate and then go enhance by finding another form of training that maybe has a different take on it there you go there you go and cut and cut there you go. <laughs> once again thank there you, you, go. That's, you that's two episodes that we got. i just want to say mr jordan peterson if you need a consultant i'm here for you <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Bill Stanton wants to know, he goes, any specific dry fire techniques or routines that y'all would recommend? When you're not busy listening to the BTO podcast, head over to the blog section of our website, bigtechsordinance.com, where we post our weekly update. It's a video series where we talk about what we have, what's coming, and what to expect from BTO. You can also check it out on Facebook, Instagram, and now TikTok. Refinement and repetition from Steve Anderson. It is, uh, if you are new to dry fire and you want a plan, even though it is somewhat competition 
based, right? Uh, you can do a lot of them in a stationary position, right? Without a lot of, lot of room or anything like that. Uh, you go through his 10 or 12 drills, use his, you know, uh, insights to it and, and do it. You do that three times a week, 10, 15 minutes a pop. It's impossible for you not to get better. Yeah. And just to kind of, uh, go off of that and make sure that dry fire, obviously depending on your experiences is, in intense in a sense, right? Like make sure you're giving it full effort, maybe 90%, mm-hmm. right? Like if you, if you're done with dry fire and you're not kind of smoked, right? Uh, for me, like my grip is always pretty tired after the end of it, uh, depending on what I'm working on. So put a, put a pretty good amount of intensity with that dry fire for sure. Yeah. yeah. And be purposeful. Yep. So if you want to like increase your, you know, one second shot, yep. do you just do a bunch of repetitions or do you practice on just getting onto the gun and then getting, from like from the the holster to to the to the ready, or like do you break it down by segment, or do you do just one big continual motion? I uh, so I'm pretty sure we're pretty similar. I micro segment or micro yep. drill it out. So hey, from uh, depending where you're setting up, right? So hand touching the holster, not touching the holster, right? From that to the gun is a certain amount of uh, of time. So let's say 0. 0.4, 0.40, right? 0.4 tenths of a second on that time. Just getting reps of getting to the gun. Can I do that? And then I'll add a next step to it. Then I'll add a next step to it, right? As I start to increase and increase a little bit on the time. So that's generally how I do it. Yeah. Yeah, I generally tell people that uh, to video yourself, especially if you want to get quicker on your draw um, and set up your shot timer, right? Uh, Set it up on a delay and, uh, and whatever, right? So in the beginning, the biggest place where people lose time is the reaction to the beep, right? The beep is 0.3 seconds on most shot timers. People go after the beep, right? So I say, just do a drill where all you're doing is when you hit that thing, you want to get your hand on the gun before the end of the beep the end of the beep, which comes out to about, you know, quickly, depending on how quick you are, 0.25 to 0.4, right? All of that's satisfactory, right? Uh, some people have you stop at the Mary to check your grip. I don't really like that because I think that induces the tactical hitch where it's like, is my grip good? Okay, now punch out and go to work, yeah. right? So I just say, like, from once you get that, right, uh, use the index of, you know, uh, knuckle to knuckle on the thing and then just bring that thing and then get to your site. Don't pull the trigger. Don't pull the trigger. Yeah. Um, the pull, pulling the trigger is like this Pavlovian dog response where it's like, ah, reward, reward. Don't do that. Right. Just get the sight picture. Just get the sight picture. Right. You do that and you watch yourself, right. Say, okay, that one was good. I got the dot. I got the time. That wasn't good. This was good. Yada, yada, yada. And then you wind up seeing the useless stuff that you're doing that you don't know what you're doing because it's already built into the subconscious. Right. And then when you see it, you start getting rid of it. Right. I can cut that out. There's, you know, a fraction of a second. Exactly. Exactly. Um, If you're having a hard time getting rid of it, I, um, you know, a word uh, that I got from Donovan Moore is mechanical recognition. Right. Right? So sometimes you can't do and you can't stop doing something because you don't know you're doing it. So you got to feel yourself doing it. Right. For example, if you're a lean forward guy, that's mm-hmm. a tenth. Right. Put your wall back up against the wall and dry fire like that. So when you lean for you actually feel the difference in pressure. Right. Um, if you're a shoulder guy, put this wall, this shoulder, this shoulder against the wall. So you can't move it, or at least you feel it when it's moving. And that gives you the mechanical recognition. Then you do that a couple of times, do it with the training aid and then come off it and do it a couple of times. And you're, and you're, it'll drop, it'll drop, it'll drop. Uh, then once you get that, then go to a prep trigger, right? Uh, we need to stop teaching people every time the gun comes out, you have to pull the trigger, right? We need to get them mentally involved with the trigger and doing that gets it to the prep, whatever prep means to you. Okay. Um, and then from there, then you can pull the trigger if you want to, and then you're judging on whether or not you're on, you have a, a good grip and the dot's not moving when you pull that trigger, you do that. And you'll be, I mean, I've seen people in classes with that get better in, in, you know, a day or two days, right? You dry fire that half an hour, you'll get better and you'll get better and better and better and better. And then you just transfer it to live fire. Yep. So micro drills. Yep. Nice. And what was the name of the, the book, the book yeah. refinement and repetition by Steve Anderson. Fantastic. All right, so Chuck has like fifty of these. Oh I'm, man, I'm not uh, gonna. Answer, I'm not gonna ask any of these, Chuck. Um, actually, there's a couple. You probably you here. probably should. I mean, <laughs> you want to stay away from like the ACLU violating ones right. or some stuff like that. But we can ask the, this one right here. What pants are you wearing right now? Uh, Lucky Brand jeans. <laughs> I love Lucky Brand, man. They got that four way stretch, different sizes. 
stuff like that. Size fits all. Yeah, I started reading yeah. some of Their 36 is really like, like a 40 <laughs> in any other gene. Chuck must have been flying somewhere today. Uh, so, fuck one, marry one, crash in one. Delta, United, Southwest. Why not? Why didn't you throw American in there? Okay. <laughs> fuck one? What is that? This is, <laughs> this is Southwest. In, I'm going to say Southwest. I'm going to say Southwest, Southwest <laughs> for that one. Fuck in one? Why? Southwest doesn't have nice bathrooms. I've only flown Southwest once. It's good to know how the other people live. <laughs> no, I don't know. Oh, I'm going to get hit hard, man. I'm going to get hard for it's that. It's good too. controversy. Yeah. 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 Okay, okay, so what are the choices again? Fucking uh, one. Dying one. What? <laughs> dying one. Dying it's one. Crash. Crashing it's one. Like, uh, uh, if I had a crash one, so I'm going to do my own thing. If I'm going to crash one, I'm going to go in American, right? Because okay. uh, they're newer planes. They're newer planes. Uh, if I had to absolutely be somewhere, and I didn't care how many connections that I actually had, I'd fly United. United's probably the most schedule, uh, the best schedule, but they don't have direct flights in a lot of places. United has really good times, but yeah, like yeah. finding direct flights. American is- flights. Now that I live in Charlotte, and that's the American hub, man. Yeah. I'm flying American, and yeah, they have like weird shit going on and stuff like that, but yeah. But uh, yeah, American has the newest planes. Uh, what was the other one? <laughs> uh, there was one. Delta United Southwest, and he said, "Fuck one, marry one, crash in one." Marry one, marry one. Because you only get to fly that. You you only get to fly that one. Okay, yeah. So I guess it's like fuck that airline. I'm I married to this one. Oh, airline. I hate them all. That's yeah. the problem. Yeah. I hate them all. Like so, I like United because they literally just copy and paste the TSA guidelines for traveling with firearms and stuff. So they they don't they don't give two shits about stuff, right? Uh, the planes aren't that nice anymore. Yeah, Delta. Every time I fly Delta, those planes feel like they're from like the 1970s. Have you got an ashtray still? Huh? You still got an ashtray? They probably there. do. Yeah, they <laughs> probably do. Down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And their and their eggplant colored stewardess <laughs> things and stuff like that. I don't. Yeah. Uh, and plus anything associated with Atlanta, I just can't can't do it. Sorry, Atlanta. Sorry, Atlanta Airport is the worst. Man. I, I do not like the Atlanta yeah, Airport. It is. It is the worst. So I fly in. I don't fly a lot, but like IAH, of course, the one here in Houston, and then Atlanta. Those are like the two that because I'm I'm usually going to Georgia. Like yeah. I always go there a couple times a yeah. year. So. If American had United's reliability, that would be the best of everything. Yeah. Now, on the other hand, you know, honorable mention is uh, Alaska Airlines. I mean, my face is on the plane, so I might have to like that. <laughs> <laughs> you get a royalty for that? You get a, you know. uh, so, Jared Rawson. Jared asks, is Scott's wave technique mm-hmm. different from his rotate, the support hand to grip higher on the side slide technique circa 2017? No, it's just a different way of explaining it. Okay. Yeah, so in 2017, I gave homage to uh, Mike Seeklander and the Judy Chop. Yep. Uh, and then AJ Zito said, bro, you don't really chop anymore. I go, nah, I bumped the gun too much, man. I, I more or less roll it. Like, you know, think about the way. Yeah, he's like, you like roll it. Like like the way your thumb is, your, your thumb grows like a wave. I'm like, yeah, it does. And that's where it came from. Uh, to be clear, internet, the wave is not a dot finding technique. It is a grip sealing technique, right? doesn't matter if the dot drops from 12 or lifts from six. I do the wave no matter what. It's just the way that I seal in the back of my palm into my palm using my middle knuckles as, as an index when I, when I go quickly. That's it. What gun are you uh, teaching with in class this weekend? Uh, officially... I will break out the Walther steel frame five inch in the class this weekend. How oh, is that steel frame? It's amazing. Bro. Is it? It's amazing. Yeah, let's yeah, talk yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'll yeah. probably get tra- So I, I taught the two day instructor class. I shot the steel frame too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you, know, <laughs> you know, Walther loves me enough. They're not going to get mad at me and stuff like that, but you can't have that gun and not fucking shoot it. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, bro, you know? Uh, yeah. So that one, and I carry it too. You know? Really? Yeah. Like somebody on the on my post is like, oh, that's oh, definitely not an EDC gun. I'm like, I don't know what, what you're talking about, fam. Yeah. <laughs> that being said, I could hide an MP5 if I wanted yeah, to. Yeah, right? you know, MP5 one. Yeah, there? yeah, it's great. But good belt, good holster, man. I got one of those. It, they're, they're, it's great. It it is silk. So, so what's what's the diff? Let's talk about the. Can we get yeah. to detail on the pistol sure. a little bit here? Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. yeah so, uh, 
tell us about it. I mean, it, PDP. Yep, it's a PDP, right? So what you want to do is you want to take everything you loved about the Q5, right? Steel frame, right? Mm-hmm. And everything you love about the PDP and put them together, okay? Uh, the great thing about the Q5 is that it was it was heavy, right? Because of that, recoil impulse was super soft regardless of the ammo you're shooting. Uh, hyper accurate, like all Wolthers are. But, you know, for some reason, when you get a steel frame gun, the lockup's just that much better. Um, uh, so, yeah, the downfalls of the Q5, man, unless you got small-ass carny hands, your hands can't fit on that 15 <laughs> on that 15 grip, especially if you threw a magwell on it, right? And the magwell on the Q5 had that weird slant to it, and I didn't I didn't I didn't really like it, right? Uh, so then you have the PDP, right? You got 18 rounds and everything, great accuracy, all that other stuff, great mounting system, uh, forward cocking serrations, yada yada. So all that. So just take the best of both of them, right? Heavy gun. I think it comes in at uh, 43 ounces or 44 ounces with an empty mag on it, right? Uh, I think it's very, very well balanced, right? Some steel guns are too muzzle heavy, right? Or too back heavy. I think it's very well balanced. Um, It comes with the tuned uh, dynamic performance trigger, which says it's five pounds, feels like two and a half because, you know, it's pre it's uh, preloaded and stuff. Um, and it comes with the magwell. They did some extra checkering on the front. You have the removable um, uh, grips, right? Which I'm sure like lock grips will come out with some either thinner ones or more grittier ones uh, out of G10. Um, it comes with the, you know, the, the uh, adjustable plastic sights that everyone's going to get rid of anyway. Uh, what else is on there? Uh yeah, uh, the beaver tail is not as big as the Q5 was. It's more like the Q4 beaver tail, which if you're like me and you have friends that are gunsmiths, as soon as you got that thing, you cut that stupid thing off. Uh, I love Walter to death. They listen to pretty much everything. I give them suggestions and stuff like that. Uh, they just like their beaver tails, <laughs> right? And I cut that thing off. Beaver tails and striker fire guns are dumb. That's my opinion. Your mileage may vary. You do what you want because it gets in the way. You guys know how I draw when yeah. I stab down on a pen yeah. and stuff. Just in. that little yeah. bit of notch creates a space when you're when you're rolling your thumb over. Right? Uh, you know, I got it. Then I flew out to see AJ and teach at Prescott, and he just, <laughs> he just grinded that fucking thing off, blued it the best we could. Right? And uh, it's glorious, man. Uh, that five inch gun, right? So if you take Hop Ammo one forty seven, right? Uh, if that, uh, steel gun feels exactly like my lucky sevens ported five inch plastic PDP, Hmm. right? Uh, and here's the difference though. The plastic PDP has a 13 pound recoil spring and the spring co reduced striker to make it balanced. This one doesn't need that. You throw in the 15, uh, strikers, uh, uh, stock striker spring, right? So it can use, you can hit it on hard primers and everything like that. And it's been absolutely butter, absolutely reliable, uh, it's it's an amazing gun it's an amazing I, as a matter of fact outside of you know the custom 2011 that aj made for me there's not a gun out there that i would rather shoot than the than the new five inch right and again i get paid by walther i'm on team walther yada 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 take that for what you want but at the end of the day i shoot what i want right um and that's why i've stuck with walther all this time so, nice yep yeah and it comes with three 20 round mag, uh 18 <clears throat> round mags with the two uh extendos right and that's the only thing that's going to work in those uh um and the magwells right so yeah it's fantastic it's a great it's a great freaking gun on the development side of the house on mm-hmm. that how did you participate in development on that pistol i participated in the pdp yeah right uh a lot of people don't know that the pdp was actually going to have a beaver tail uh, like the Q5 did. And I said, you guys do that. I'm out. God bless you. Love your guns. I'm out. I ain't doing that stuff, right? I'm not shooting guns that I can't, that I hate, you know? Uh, that, and then the, if you remember the PPQ, right? So the toe on the end of the Walther, right, uh, has always been there. On the PPQ, it was very pronounced, right? So I had them reduce that a little bit. So just a little bit of uh, support hand picky pressure would dot drop the dot if you're dropping the dot from 12. So those are the main things. That I had to uh, to put in there. Yep. Cool. And I told him if the gun was ugly, I don't want anything to do with it. <laughs> I remember Cody going like, well, what do you mean the PPQ is ugly? I go, dude, the PPQ and the VP9 are the same gun. How's the VP9 not ugly? And he's like, yeah, you got a point there. So, so. I don't know if I had that anything to do with the aesthetics, but I put my foot down on that shit. So, <laughs> and then come in, it's not an ugly gun. It's not an ugly gun, so... So yeah, that's about it on that one. Cool. 
Let's see here. Uh, Jared is asking, sub, should someone brand new to handguns go straight to a dotted pistol and not worry about iron sights at all or until later? Yes, I would say go to dot. Yep. 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 I'll an ask analogy, all the... Okay. Oh, go I was going to say, an analogy I've heard is trying to teach somebody to drive on a stick versus yep. an automatic. Yep. Like, it's easier if they can just focus on, like, not hitting other stuff on an automatic rather than right having to worry about the clutch. And, you know, right. I think yeah. it kind of crosses over to irons and... Hundred percent. You start people on a typewriter or a computer. What's a typewriter? Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You young bucks didn't know. Yeah. Didn't yeah. know the uh, the woes of whiteout. Yeah, I have. A, I have a family. Oh, man. I have a family friend that I'm, I'm supposed to take take shooting, and I was like, "Hey, if we go shooting, you're shooting nothing but dots." Because that's pretty much all I've got at this point. Yeah, I might have to like go f- dig, dig a Glock 19 out of the bottom <laughs> of the, the cabinet or something that doesn't have a dot on it. But like, I want you to understand that you were looking for your first handgun after this experience, and you're going to want a dot because that's what we're going to shoot. And mm-hmm. that's because now, I mean, she's not going to go to the range a lot. I don't think you know, like yeah. here, 365 with a dot. Oh, see, put the dot where you want it. There. And it's kind of the future. I mean, like if you're not going to learn the dot, it's good to know irons, I think. But like, I mean, the future is definitely dots. Like, I mean, every single pistol company out there nowadays that makes a modern gun has a has an optics ready. If not, every single one is optics ready, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's, I think this, it's safe to say the present is it dots. Is. Yeah. It, it, it is. is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Especially with the large reliability now. I mean, here's the thing, man. Um, I get dots sent to me all the time, right? And lately, the trend is just uh, American company, American specs, Chinese manufactured dot. And they get sent to me, right? Some make it into, you know, internet land, some don't. But I got to tell you, man, you know, some, like, so. It, it, if you make it past the durability test, that's that's no longer, oh, my God, buy this dot. That's the that's the entry Duh. into I'm going to talk about you. Then we have to talk about, is this worth my time telling other people to get this, right? But I got to tell you, man, these Chinese optics these days, right? And say, you know, Swamp Fox, CNH, uh, some other companies, are just, they're tough as shit, you know? And, it's, and say what you want, man. You know, I don't know if I'm being, you know, unpatriotic by saying these Chinese optics are pretty damn good right uh but yeah we're living in a great time right now man so the reliability factor of it is making irons less and less and less you know now like you know i would have to say of my four carbines i have irons on none of them None of them, right? Yeah. Because rifle optics are to the point. Now, do I want a secondary sighting system, whether I got a, like a mall or a 45 off or something like that, right? Sure. I got a secondary sighting system. But irons, you know, I don't know. They're only good for collecting dust in the corner of my closet these days. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. How do you feel about that? Like, an, a carb- I mean, do you have irons on your carbines? I have a, a one, just a backup iron. Just one? Just yeah. one? Do you flip but, it up? But No, I put it down. <laughs> it's down, right? Because I have I have the D-ball in there and then right. I have my optic. And yeah. so, it's right. there. It's it's collecting dust. I don't yeah. remember the last time I flipped it up. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. yeah. I, I can, I've looked at yeah. it recently. It doesn't look like it's been flipped. No, it hasn't. I don't time. even know if it would even go up. Yeah, there, it's rusted. It's It's rusted. That brings up a... I'm trying to hold your hand here. Uh, that brings up a, you know, we, we talked about it last week or two weeks ago, two weeks ago when Mike was on here about like some of the new hollow signs, you know, like hollow signs coming out with all these awesome new optics and all these little smaller yep. footprints and everything. Yep. And I, the 509 T's working great for me. My 507 on, on my Glocks working great for me. Yeah. Like the only reason I'm going to upgrade optics is if I buy a new pistol at this yeah. point, because even if it's four, five, seven years old, it's still that thing is great, still, right? still yeah. kicking. Yep. And it's not like I need to, and it's got the features I need. And it, okay. Now, if I got a new, new Glock, I'd throw, you know, what, what is the, the smaller enclosed ones on it? You know, cool. But it doesn't give me a lot of reason to upgrade because they're good freaking dots. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and there you go. And so then that's an interesting discussion. How long does something have to be on the market and have the data for reliability before you finally go, it's good to go? How long? 
How long? That's a good question. Yeah, because I'll tell you what, 2016, right? Uh, and uh, I can say this out loud. I went to a Steve Fisher class. <laughs> no. What's up, Steve? Anyway, and uh, the host, Willie, right? Willie Radford, man. He had a Glock 17 with the Hollow Sun T1. He's a he's a, a, a machinist, right? A, a welder and all that other good stuff, whatever you call yeah. that stuff, right? I hadn't heard about Willie in a while. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's doing good, dude. He's lost like, <clears throat> he's lost 300 pounds. Holy shit, yeah. Yeah, dude, he's like wow. 200 pounds right now. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Good great. for him. Yeah, yeah, good for him. Man. His wife's lost a lot of weight, too. Anyway, <clears throat> so he, he, he machined a mount, right? Put that thing on there. That thing just broke. <laughs> he had... 15,000 rounds on that thing, right? We're talking about a 2015 hollow sun, right? He had 15,000 rounds on that thing, and the thing finally broke. This The seal on the reel broke. The dot's still going, but the seal on the reel broke, so the glass doesn't say in or something like that. Uh, so that's got to be close. I mean, that long? 100,000 rounds, the way he shoots and stuff like that, right? And I remember back then on a, you know, in another group that, you know, we're all, I was like, hey, I don't know, man. I saw this thing run. And he's got a big ass window on that on that uh, T1 clone, and I kind of want a T and E. These things, like, oh no, that's hobby grade, blah blah blah, oh, all this other stuff. I'm like, I literally seat it, <laughs> burn it down in the rain, in wind, throwing the thing. The guy's got fifteen thousand rounds on it. How long? So how long? You know, I mean, just recently, Hollison became an accepted name. Mm-hmm. How yeah. long? Two years, maybe now. Yeah. Maybe two years, right? That's 2021. Man, this dude's burning shit down in 2016. It's it's interesting. It's interesting. And by the way, you and I are going to have a discussion about that later. Yeah, on. I got you. Yeah, about how long does it? Well, <laughs> anyway, yeah. we'll talk. We'll talk about that later. Off camera, <laughs> over dinner. Yeah, yeah. All right. There's there's a good, there's some good questions in here. Um, kind of skip it around. Yeah. Non duty. This is right on topic too. Non duty gun. Is the RCR worth waiting for, or should just should I just get an SRO now? You have more experience on that one than I do. Okay. I haven't even messed with it. So I'm not going to give you the answer to that. I'll tell you how I raid optics, right? And again, that's me, right? I'm not a barrel chest and freaking fighting SWAT fighter like this man over here or anything <laughs> like that, right? But here's how I look at it, right? Performance, reliability, durability, right? Uh, so performance is... Uh, size of window, ease of use, brightness of dot, clarity of glass. Okay, and are uh, and are the functions uh, easy to do? For example, when the Hollow Sun uh, five hundred eight first came out, right? Too much shit going on in that motherboard, man. Sometimes the features would go on and off, and like blah blah blah. Then they finally figured it out, right? It was fine, uh, but that's not that's not reliable. You see, you see what I'm saying, right? So that's performance. Reliability is. Do you have the features and benefits that are reliable that we're going to work every single time, right? Um, uh, you know, are you going to tell us that your light sensor is quick enough to go to, you know, to react dynamically and critically or whatever you're talking about, right? Yeah. If not, let us know, you know, um, is it going to flash? Is the refresh rate going to be good enough if I transition from here to a 10-yard target? I'm not seeing a pong game, a blip, blip, blip. You know, uh, and then durability, is it durable enough for your purposes? Right. Um, and there's varying great, there's varying grades of that. I still don't know what duty grade means. Right. I don't know. You know, God bless Aaron. You know, and, and everybody's like, you know, I, look, we're all friends. We all make fun of each other. We all got a little quirks. Right. And he, he came up with a standard. I think is a very good standard. Right. I think people brought that overboard a little bit. Right. Uh, that's my own opinion. Your mileage may vary on that. Right. But my personal thing is like on the last one he did on the 507 comp. Right. 2000 rounds dropped five times kept zero. Yes. The glass cracked on the last one. Right. But if I had if you had a partner. Right, if you had a SWAT teammate, right, and in two thousand rounds he dropped his gun five times, <laughs> yeah. would you yell at the that, optic? Uh, that, <laughs> yeah. we'd, we'd have a talk. Like, right? what are you doing, bro? Right, yeah. and then if you saw him do all that shit and picked up the optic and it confirmed zero, would you go? That's a tough motherfucking dot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you see what I'm saying, right? So again, that's not my world. I'm a concealed carry guy, right? Yada yada yada. Um, so for me personally, right, and I'm not. I don't think open emitter, I'm sorry, closed emitters are the end all be all. You got to have it or otherwise you're going to get killed in the streets. Okay. Yeah. So you got to do this, right? If you can get an, if you can get an SRO right now, 
non-duty use and performance, right, is maybe more important than hyper, hyper, hyper ruggedness and durability, then get the SRO now. Okay. If that does matter to you, which is fine, you're an American, do what you want to do. You cannot go wrong with the RCR. And I will personally tell you that uh, performance wise, when I did the, th- cause I did the thing for Trigicon, um, the media day uh, out in March, right? I did all my standards on the RCR and there was no time difference, right? Now that doesn't mean the RCR is better performance wise than the SRO. The SRO just makes life easier. Right, but I could do them all with the RCR. So there you go. Didn't Amen. answer the damn question, did I? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Well, it's, oh. it's, it's better given the, the the why instead of just do this and yeah. you know just answer yeah, it with yeah. a one sentence response. Yeah, think of yeah. Mm-hmm. And if I was a cop in, the, in in Anchorage or Seattle, I'd rock the RCR. Yeah, right. Not yeah. because of rain, but because of fogging, which I think is more of a thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Solid. Solve answer. And if you're in the market for SRO, visit bigtechordinance.com <laughs> where we have 2.5 MOA and one MOA, I believe, in stock currently. That's the hardest part about coming here is not like walking around. We're already going to see the shop. You saw the shopping carts that we got? Yeah. yeah. I saw them. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, we actually have actual shopping carts now. Yeah. It's, it's great. <laughs> you got some 507s too? Probably. The comps or the comps? No. Comps, we have some I, I got a comps. green one. I got a green one and like 40 on back order right now. Oh, dude, they're just going. Yeah. 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 yeah I got like, I just can't get a hold of them yet. Oh, Drew's got a good question. He says, what fulfills you as a teacher and what really breaks you down and burns you out? Ooh, what fills me as a teacher? Hmm. What breaks you down? Okay. Um, for me, I think it's like kind of the, the the service of others is the mission for me, right? Uh, performance on demand is a job, but service for others is a mission. Um, getting guys either from point A to point B or ha- or allowing them to take home material that's going to help their department, right? Their officers, et cetera. And getting guys to look at certain techniques and so forth in a different light. I think that's kind of the biggest thing that fulfills me. Like I love, I love teaching. I I never knew it's I never I never wanted to become an instructor yeah. until I until I started taking a whole bunch of classes, right? And I was like, this is super cool, right? And then um, or they suck. I can do better. No. Yeah, yeah, right. And <laughs> so <laughs> you know, like there wasn't anything going on in my in my region in my area, and I was like, why can't I do this? And it was kind of like I think I think God led me to it. To be honest, it's kind of like that's another calling that kind of led me down this path. Um, but man, I love teaching. Like it's not, yeah. it's not a job. It, it, it can yeah. be at times, right. For sure. The travel, et cetera. Um, best job I've ever had though. You know what I mean? So I think really the service for others, right. So it's not just about me. It's not about my ego or what I'm doing, right. How can I help you get better? How can I help you save, um, you know, your potentially your family, your partners, et cetera. What can I do for you? Right. Uh, and the thing that gets me, I guess, down the most, um, nothing really in classes wise it's more of the travel yeah right the travel is kind of an ass kicker and especially now that i have like two kids right so being away from home can kind of be a dream you've got a young one too i do yeah seven month old yeah right so he's getting ready to crawl we'll see how that goes <laughs> nice yeah nice but yeah i would say that's about it uh yeah i'm gonna, I'm gonna say the same thing um you know seeing people progress seeing those epiphany moments yeah. right where people are like, oh my God, I get this and it's working now. You know, if I just do the reps, I'll be more consistent. That's that's really the, and that never ever gets old. Never gets old. Uh, the things that, that that burn you out, yeah, the travel. My thing, man, is I hate being lost, and it doesn't matter. In an airport, you're always lost. Even if you know where you go, you're lost. You know what I mean? And uh, you know, to the point of it's like, okay, well, I'm really hungry, but I gotta make sure my gate's there. Yeah. <laughs> Once I make sure yeah. my gate's there, then yeah, I'll go get something to eat. That's yeah. funny. And, stuff. Yeah. and I'm doing, I'm like, this is ridiculous. But I, wait a minute. You know, what if I'm in Chicago and A15 is not next to A14? It's on the yeah, other bro. side of the airport. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You know? yeah. And uh, so that uh, also, the other thing that burns you out is when you're not accomplishing your own goals. Right. Um, and that's, you know, again, that's, you know, that's first world problems and stuff. Right. Uh, people always say like, you know, what's, what's the downside of all this? Well, man, I want to get my black belt in, you know, jujitsu. You know what I mean? I want to compete. I want to be this more importantly, I don't want to be stagnant. And my schedule is so much that I have to force time to get out there 
and train when I'd rather just catch up on sleep and stuff. Uh, your health, you know, yeah. I'm going to tell him, you know, as a guy, you don't, don't let your health go. Mm-hmm. I'm telling him this, right? <laughs> I'm telling him this. When I, when we he took one of my classes out at College Station, right? And I'm like, hey, dude, when you, let's go eat. And he's like, well, okay, give me about give me about an hour. I got to go work out. I'm like, work out. He's like, you <laughs> yeah, got to get it in. Come man. on, man. Yeah, let's go work out. Anyway, right? So you got to stay. You got to take care of your health. Otherwise, it just the drag just gets more and starts yeah. to stack more and yeah. more and more. You know, after losing all this weight and stuff, man, it's just like got to spring my step. I'm getting up, getting up's easier. Sleep is better. All this other stuff. And the goals that I want to accomplish in a short period of time, like at lunchtime when I'm trying to work on a, mm-hmm. a drill or something like that, are that much easier because the physical aspect and the energy aspect is there. So, right. yep, that's it. I think that's where most like w- when they get successful, right? Uh, instructors, which is not easy in this business to get a following and stuff. Then you start to relax and then you start to believe on hype. You start eating and drinking and smoking, you know, all the time, which is great, which I still do, but within moderation, you know, and people let their health go. And, uh, sometimes it's too late for some people. Some people get, you know, wake up like, you know, I did. So Man, I was looking at the picture that Jim posted the other day, or I think came up memories. Did you see it? Oh, me, yeah. you and Jim, and we were yeah. out here teaching TT Quick. God damn, I was a fat motherfucker, man. <laughs> That's wild. Holy <laughs> shit, yeah, dude. I must have been pushing morning. 320 at that time. <laughs> good Lord Almighty. How's yeah, you're looking good, way? man. I, t- I know I've told you that before, but yeah. like you're. You definitely yeah. notice that you're looking looking pretty Well, I'm, you know, I'm, ha- I'm, I'm, I'm happy. Home life is, is, is great now. Uh, working out more, eating less. Eat, nah, that's not, not true. I'm eating different. Eating better. Yeah. yeah. Get the supplements squared away. You know, I'm 53, man. If I'm telling you I'm not getting any help, I'm a goddamn liar. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, you know, it's just about the formula, right? It's just about the formula. And, uh, yeah, life is good, dude. 25 more pounds, I'll get down to 250, and I'll be sprightly, and I'll be good. Back good. to your fighting weight. Yeah, well... So when I was when I was you know doing jujitsu competition and stuff like that, I walked around at two thirty five. But that's training I see, five. I was gonna say I've seen some pictures of Old you back pay, in yeah. Vegas, man. You were yeah. you were skinny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was uh, that was training you know jujitsu four or five times a week. It's yeah. not easy to keep. It's not hard to keep off weight when you're rolling that much. Yeah, you're yeah. and then fighting weight's two fifteen. I don't need to get to that. Because you have to cut off everything, dude. 15, dude. I can still have my tequila. I can still have my burger, <laughs> right? I can still have you know. Uh, my beer and uh, we'll, we'll be okay at 250. Yeah, you know? it's all like about said, the balance. Moderation. It's all about the balance. Right? Moderation. Yeah. 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 As, as I'm sitting here wishing I didn't eat that yeah. whole 10 inch pizza. He's like, hey, you want pizza for lunch? I'm like, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah I ate right? the whole free. Yeah, we were, we were hungry. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was a good lunch, though. So they had lunch. me running around this place. Yeah. Doing, doing low light CQB, running around. Yeah. Hell we, yeah. <laughs> oh, is that what you guys were videoing? Was that you? Yeah. I yeah, saw yeah. some live pop up. Yeah. Up, and I was like, I was like, oh, there's a carbine in the in the warehouse. Huh. Yeah. You got an active <laughs> shooter situation here. Yeah. We did some content with him earlier today. Hell yeah. Uh, and, and filmed a little cinematic intro to one of the videos. Nice. So was, we'll see it here in a couple weeks, hopefully, uh, after the first of the year. You know, got to change up our YouTube a little bit, yeah, and uh, keep it spicy. Man, are you guys finding YouTube is where it's at again? It's like coming back. Yeah, to it's it. kind of making a circle. People like, are getting sick of the Instagrams. I yeah. think you know what I mean. And uh, yeah, people are sick of Instagram fucking you. Yes. Yeah, you get so yes. much and Like, yeah. for example, I posted a reel one day before they before they limited our reach. Yeah. Like like. It was like six months ago we got the notification, you will no longer be shown to people that do not follow you. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. And so before that, I'd post a funny reel. We'd post a funny reel and we'd get 33,000 views. You know, a good reach. And then now I post, oh, 1,300 people saw your reel. Thanks, bro. I I go to YouTube and post something and it'll get 6,000 views, 3,000 views. I get Bill Blower's cussing up a storm on the range at symposium yeah he got two million yeah. views yeah. on youtube yeah and uh, youtube might not promote gun content as much but here's the but it doesn't YouTube. limit you they guys. let the advertisers decide yeah yeah right where instagram yeah. really doesn't have advertisers yeah. so they decide all that where youtube they you know it's, it's like, like, hey, man, yeah, go ahead and, you know, like the on the mon- limited reach. That's I'm okay with that, yeah. right? Because it's still getting all this. Like, I don't make I don't make that, you know, 
I don't really, it, it, there's nothing to talk about as far as the money I make with YouTube. It's not about that. It's about people getting aware and then clicking in. Yeah. Cause Heather was looking at the stats. He's like, you know, from all things, cause you know, uh, uh, our uh, fulfillment, you know, site tracks where people click in through oh, man, yeah. and it's always been YouTube. Yeah. yeah. It's always been YouTube. You know, so it's like, well, it's a big search engine. Like people will go on there and yeah. searching for stuff. Yeah. And like, I've done three videos. I did the RCR, uh, review. I did the little video I did out in LA, right. With the uh, waving wing boys and, uh, maybe one other one. Right. And in quick succession. And I got 2000 subscribers in a month Yep, in a month. I'm like, Oh man. I think I need to do my podcast again. If if you're not, you you need to be. Yeah. And yeah. your podcast, the one we recorded a year ago, yeah. month over month is the most viewed really podcast on YouTube. Huh. It might not be the most downloaded, yeah. or but it is the most viewed on YouTube. So there's as still the people best. watching it a year yeah. later. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Like interesting. Look at my stats right now. You go back and it's like there's like a, a video from Chuck that I posted. There's the fake mod light video, and then there's your episode yeah. 42 or whatever it was of the Big Text podcast. Huh. Yeah. That's from a year ago. Because it doesn't, it doesn't age. It's, yeah. It continues to pop up. But yeah. YouTube is definitely where it's at, which is why we, we brought. Yeah, that's brought the other thing with like Instagram. Like they'll show it for the first, you know. 10 hours or whatever. Yeah. After that, it just it yeah. goes away. It's gone. YouTube yep. is it's there forever. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're constantly, you can constantly get new people. Yeah. 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 It's definitely worth the time. Uh, let's see what else we got. We, we're getting close here. Should brand. We got that one. I think Chuck asked what my favorite IPA is. Yeah. yeah. That was the first question. Yeah. Yeah. Modelo. Modelo. <laughs> 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 That's a good one. Not too hoppy. Uh, let's, let me refresh it. See if you got anything else over there. Do you have anything? Oh, uh, oh, Jeff is going to bring Brian to the Dallas area. He wants to bring you up there for a oh, yeah, shooter's class. I had so. met, him, uh, met him at Tim's class. Oh, so okay. Nice. I think that was, no, no. He, uh, he came to you a previous class that I taught. That's right. I was like, Hey Jeff, how do I know you, bro? Like you look so familiar. Yeah. Jeff who? Uh, uh Jeff, uh, key. Yeah. He's up in Dallas. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, and he's like, hey, dude, I was in your last class. I was like, oh, that's right. I'm sorry. I couldn't remember you. Like, you just look super familiar, right? And he's like, hey, uh, you want to come down for a class? I'm like, let's do it. So, yeah, we'll get something going next year, hopefully. Oh, yeah. 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 What do you all have coming up? What's uh, what's on the schedule for you? What's uh, what's new and happening with Brian? Uh, I have two more classes to go. Uh, hopefully, I'll be in Cali this weekend coming up oh, uh, nice. for a low-light opposed, like a low-light CQB class. What part of Cali? Uh, I'm going to be in Moore Park. So don't ask me. Who's hosting that? that? Uh, Raven Wing Raven guys? Yeah. Is JJ coming to that class? I believe so. That That's is going to be intent. badass, that bro. Is he's intent. got JJ Rikaza coming to his low light class. Bro. Yeah. So oh, I, I, yeah. I, I told That's him, I was cool. like, hey, JJ. He's going to wear shorts so he can class. show them quads. I was like, come to the class, and then I'll take your <laughs> class. We'll hang out and do whatever, right? It's going to be full house there. Yeah. At the, at the house. Networking, so it'll dude. be good. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, and then I have a class in Dilly, Texas, down at the ranch, the other ranch, right? So we'll be there. Um, and then 2024 schedule is already out, so we'll see how that goes. It looks to be a busy year. Yeah, right? sure. Yeah. Yep. And then just start competing as much as I can. Like mentioned earlier, that's kind of the hardest thing is your own goals. So I'm going to try to compete at least once, if not twice a month. I have to drive around two to three hours to the, the local match, <laughs> right? So... I'm going to make it worth it, right? So if I'm going to be driving that amount of time, you know, ammo, et cetera, it's going to be worth it. So I'll be, I've been putting in the work drive fire on the range too as well. So the goal for next year is hopefully M class, at least. Hell class. yeah. 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 Nice. Scott. Nice. What, what you got? Uh, 103 more classes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so wait, I, so before these two, I, I think I have six left. Um, so we got this one. Um, and then I have a class in Franklinville, North Carolina. Then I have a class in Matthews, North Car uh, which Charlotte, which are where I live now. Uh, that's gonna be fun. I have three UFC fighters coming to my class. Oh, damn. Uh, Jeremy Horn, uh, Kenny Florian, and uh, Cole Miller are coming to the class. And uh, my jiu-jitsu professor, because coming down from Maryland, uh, Vicente, he's going to take it. Uh, he's one of my endorsed instructors. He's a badass. My other staff instructor, Gil, who's a uh, he's a hair away from a brown belt. Uh, it's kind of it's going to be cool. It's going to be so. It's going to be all jiu-jitsu guys and shooting. Man, should go to awesome. a bar after yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? I know uh, that. And then 
one, so one, yeah, one, two, three, four, and then two classes back to back at Royal Range in Nashville. Nice. Yeah. And that should be fun. Uh, my buddy, uh, uh, Shane Caldwell, he's coming out to AI. It's going to be his birthday. Uh, he and his wife are going to come out. We're going to get an Airbnb and it's going to be an awesome time to celebrate his birthday. Nice. Teach two classes back to back. It's going to be a good time. Yeah. So that, and then I'm going on vacation. Finally. For going, how long? Uh, five days. <laughs> five days. Puerto Rico. Ooh, nice. nice, bro. Yeah, dude. You know what they do in Puerto Rico? You rent an air rifle and they get the pellets and you shoot iguanas. Oh, what? and for every iguana, because it's an evasive species, yeah. bro. Oh, right? Okay. And for every iguana you bring back, they give you a quarter. A quarter. Yeah, bro. <laughs> so I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take out my vortex one to ten and put it on that fucking thing. I'm like, I'm gonna clear. I'm gonna rid the island of the manifestation. Yeah. Magpoles just did a video. I said manifestation. Well, infestation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right. They have manifested. I will uninfest. So anyway, it's gonna be a good time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Magpul did a video down in Florida. Yeah, hunting iguanas with an arrow rifle—that's like a thing you can do. Yeah, I go. have no idea. And here's yeah. the thing: why wouldn't you do it? Uh, no, what a great damn time! Yeah, they're what a great very time. Incredibly invasive, like, yeah. and they just like yeah. multiply. And they're every, they're everywhere. Yeah. Chicken of the trees. Yeah. <laughs> well, have chicken you eaten an iguana before? Yeah. Have I you? I have. Do they taste in like Belize? chicken? Yeah, yeah. We had oh, really? we we tried them in Belize when we went down there. They taste like chicken. Huh? Yeah. Like, you want to bring one back for you? No, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> right, you gotta, it was one of those things gotta, like, I'm going to check the block. That you got later, a deer though. freezer. You got an iguana freezer. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You ever seen the what kind videos? of videos are those, bro? <laughs> you ever seen the videos on, uh, like in Florida when it does get really cold? Like when it, like every once in a while when it freezes, uh-huh. where the iguanas are falling out of the trees? Oh, that's hilarious. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> they're just, <Wow. laughs> that is hilarious. Anyway, oh, uh, let's see. Jim Dexter. Who's this guy? What does this guy want? While you're both representing my, oh wait, hold on, I should read that before. You I should go this. ahead and read that. See. <laughs> I want to see how he answers this. Hold on. All right. While you're both representing minority culture within the training industry, would you both agree that redheads are the true minority and they need more representation within this shooting community? No. No. <laughs> no. 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 I mean, absolutely you know, not. More soulless people walking around is not, <laughs> it's not better. We love we love you, Jim. Have you ever have you ever like so let's ask that question, right? Let's get a little spicy here. Uh have you ever felt the fact that you were a minority instructor? Nope. Uh, I've never felt that. I've never experienced that either. So yeah. yeah. Mm-mm. Nope. Well, it's interesting. Yeah. Right? No, no. I never have either. I've never gone to a range and they're like, oh, it's a Mexican instructor. You know, I don't like, <laughs> <laughs> no, man. No. Nope. Nobody Me asked either. for a refund? No. no. Yeah. No. A little disappointed sometimes. They're like, you can't. I mean, link. I make them uncomfortable because I'm yeah. <laughs> So you know what the best thing to do, especially like a TTPOA, right? Because you're out there, right? And you got all these, you know barrel chested freedom fighting murder face SWAT men out there and you are not going to make them laugh. And I take that as a challenge (laughs) and undoubtedly they always have their tattoo sleeves, right? And they're always Japanese sleeves, right? And my thing is like, Hey man, you got some Asian tattoos there. You got a little Asian in you? No. You want some? <laughs> and they always fucking break down. Oh, you're an asshole. <laughs> you know, it's a good time. That's how you break them down. Nice. I use I use my uh, ethnicity as a weapon. Weaponized. <laughs> Weaponized. Uh, That's awesome. Any, think, any other I, I engaging think, questions from um, the group? I think there were. Uh, I think we're good. I think we're good. Duke Krieger, he has nothing, nothing to input in this conversation. He's just, just making inflammatory yeah. comments. Yeah, I'm sure he is. Uh, oh, so hey, can I say something about uh, Duke? Yeah. So Duke, Duke's amazing person, right? Absolutely. Great shooter, uh, amazing man of faith, uh, trying to fix all of us broken people in this yes, industry. Yes, he is. Right? Uh, he has done... He did my, my three-quarter patch, a little baby samurai with the binky and three-quarter sword. He's yeah. the one that drew that. Oh, nice. He has yeah. come up with two more stickers. Oh. Right? That, that we're, just, we're just doing fun things, selling yeah. stuff on the side. Like, oh, I have this idea. Let's do it, right? So if anybody's a uh, heavy metal fan, Iron Maiden Killers, right, where Eddie has a hatchet 
he do run for me with uh, instead of Iron Maiden Killers, it's Modern Samurai Project, yeah. right? And he's got a PDP in his hand, oh nice, right? And the uh, and then the new one, which is one of my favorite jokes ever, right? Uh, so he heard me say this joke in Nashville last year, right? So a guy was saying I was showing him the pencil stuff, right? He's like, oh, this is amazing, but man, I have really dry hands. They're gonna it's gonna make my hands crack, right? I go, there's a thing for that that you can take. He's like, what? I go, triactin. Really? What is that? Triactin like a man. so the new sticker is a pill bottle right that says uh uh, triactin 9 by 19 and blue pills with msp on them that's gonna be the new sticker right so do do, do, i give him an idea and he runs with it man he's awesome awesome. yeah he's an awesome guy i'll see him in nashville he's gonna come out and hang out too yeah Yeah. tell him i said hi i will he hit he hit me up last year he's like i gotta get a pdp like what he's like i gotta get this optic for my pdp i got scott's class coming up can can you get me this quick i was like yeah we got him hooked him up mags too i think yeah dude he's yeah, he's all dude. about the pdp bro he's all about it which i've been enjoying it like i just picked mine up a couple months ago too and so i just have the what trigger recoil, on it what recoil spring you got in the, what, what kind of drive you got in there? you got the zr in there yeah it's a good one yeah it's a good one you got 13 or 15 uh, i think i have the 13 in there 13 in there yeah okay yeah that's a good one uh, the, good the recoil impulse is something like i'm still getting used to a little bit it's just different because i've always primarily shot glocks for mm-hmm. forever right um it's a heavier slide. Yeah. It's a heavier slide. So it just feels different, but like I like it. Yeah. Right? A couple so. of those triactin pills, you'll be good to go. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's flat, you know, like I'm not yeah. saying like, it's not. You, yeah. Come on. Yeah. There's not a problem. Yeah. There's no, no. Fuck you, Scott. No. <laughs> Fuck you, Scott. <laughs> and on that note, if you've hung out with us for the past hour, we appreciate it. Uh, two of definitely our favorite guests that we've had on the show. Uh, you're officially a uh, Host down. Just I let me know. Let me know when you want me to co-host. Yeah. 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 We'll just big yeah. text tax sly podcast. <laughs> like, yeah. Big Tex Mex. Big Tex Mex. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'll even change Hell the logo yeah. for this. Oh, so, that's what you should change it to. Mextech. 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 Sounds like a security unit. Like, uh, like Mextech. Hell yeah, dude. Your logo will be like, you'll take the Mayans logo. And, shit on that, and on that note. You laugh. I sell shirts like that, bro. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, We're going to get off here and cause some trouble. Racist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Uh,